Welcome back to In All the Wrong Places. We're on episode seven. How exciting. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you heard that I am planning on uh, doing these podcast episodes bi-weekly instead of monthly. So you're going to be getting a little bit more content a little bit faster um, starting now. So this week I'm really excited because I have another guest speaker um, jumping on the bandwagon from last uh, month's episode with Evelyn. And the big thing for me was that I was, I wanted to talk about this need that I have, that I'm sure other people will connect with, um, to go outside of myself when I'm struggling with my emotions or with something that I can't control. I have a really hard time letting go of that control. And my fertility journey is something that I had to accept was literally out of my control in my hands. Yes, of course, I can see all the doctors and spend the money on all the treatments and the medications. Um, but at the end of the day, the end goal, uh, wanting to have a baby, wanting to start a family wasn't necessarily a guarantee. And that is hard for me to wrap my head around sometimes. And so I was constantly looking for answers, for hope, for um, you know, validation in my feelings that through something that was a little bit bigger than me. So, so for me, it was not necessarily in the form of, of religion or God, but it was in the universe, spirit, tarot, um, Reiki, that connection, which is so interesting because I know now that the connection is within yourself. It, uh, but at the time I kept fighting for uh, searching for an answer from someone or something, uh, like I said, bigger than me. And uh, I didn't know how to turn into myself. I didn't know how to go inward to find those answers. So I kept going to so many other people. You know, I've, I've seen a few mediums. I've done Reiki with a whole bunch of different people. I've done a million card readings um, from different people. And the reason why I'm bringing on this week's guest is because she's one of the people I genuinely connected with and I like the way she uh, goes about things um, on, on that side of the world. <laughs> so Laura Morrison is going to talk to us today sort of about all of this, um, how to figure out that you have the answers within you. You don't need an answer from some higher power. Uh, I I will just say a little spiel about what Laura does so everyone knows before we dive into talking. So Laura is an energy alchemist, which how fucking cool does that sound, um, who specializes in emotions and energy clearing. She is also a psychic medium um, and an intuitive card reader. She works with your soul to help you create a life in love. And I've been working with Laura for almost four years now and honestly can say that she really has changed my life and she hasn't given me any solid answers. She doesn't tell me my future. Um, she just works with me to understand how I always have the answers inside of me. I always know what I need. And um, that's been super powerful for me throughout this whole journey. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right into the episode with Laura and I hope everyone enjoys it. Okay. I'm so excited to have Laura here. Laura, say hello to everyone. Hello everyone. <laughs> uh, I've been, I've been working with Laura for, oh my gosh, well, since before COVID, yeah. so since 2019, I guess. I think so. Was it before 
I think we met in August of 2019. Yeah. 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 Because it was, we did that like six month thing before, right before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. And uh, yeah, I just love her. I, I've worked with her, but we've also become friends. And so we have moments where we get together for work, but moments where we just get together and yeah, it's a really nice relationship. So I'm excited to have you here to talk about today's topic. So kind of in keeping theme with what I've always sort of talked about, Um, I really wanted to talk today a little bit more about how we do fall into this need to look for love or answers or joy or happiness or whatever your blank statement is in the wrong places and how what I found, especially after my fertility journey, um, was that the answers are always in you. The love is always in you. You're the you're the only one in control of your happiness. Nobody else in your life can control that. And so um, that took me a really long time to understand. And that's what this podcast is about. I'm trying to sort of talk about all the different areas where um, we can fall into looking for that thing that we're looking for in the wrong places. And so something that kind of came to me the other day was just this idea that when you go through trauma or tragedy or you're just struggling in general, I think it doesn't have to be like something super, super heavy. We can often get stuck and look for that love, that answer, um, that security in something bigger than ourselves. But I was very, very drawn to the universe and the spiritual world and that sort of connection. And that's how I met you. And that's what we kind of connected on. And when I say I've worked with Laura, like Laura has done Reiki on me. She's done card pullings for me. I think you've even done Reiki on the dogs. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so it's, it has been something that always did give me some comfort, but what we were just saying before we started recording, when Laura and I were kind of talking about what we were going to chat about was that I did cheat on Laura. I I wouldn't listen to what she was saying sometimes because I kept thinking that I needed more. I needed to find more answers. I needed to go talk to more Reiki masters or mediums or people who said that they could give me answers. And I listened to what they were saying and tried to find you know, similarities in what Laura had said to me in a reading versus what this other person had said to me so that I could then connect the two and, and confirm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's what I have to go and do. Because I felt like I couldn't make the decisions or make the answers for myself. Because again, I was looking for this big answer in something bigger. And I feel like that probably happens a lot. Yeah, it's this it's looking for fulfillment Mm -hmm. outside of yourself, instead of self-sourcing mm-hmm. what you need yeah because we've been taught to like oh go grab a chocolate bar go 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 buy mm-hmm. a book go watch netflix go go outside of you to find the answers go outside of you to find that happiness yeah but it's like you it, it's sort of like i'll use the analogy of money it's like we're always like so many people are chasing money they want to be that millionaire that billionaire that like that that next client or that next job will be the thing that fulfills them or yeah. the next relationship will be the thing that fulfills them but it's like there are so many people who will, who will reach those levels that they want to reach. They'll get that many clients. They'll mm-hmm. they'll get that that husband or that date mm-hmm. or that that thing, that house, that whatever. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Wait, why am I still feeling empty?" And yeah, it's because they're not self sourcing. Mm-hmm. But you are still the same person if you're not working 
inside, like mm-hmm. internally on what you want. It's yeah. not this thing that's going to give it to you. It's you who's going to give it to you. Yeah. Which yeah. is not the greatest thing to hear, especially when you're like, no, I just want to go uh-huh. buy a, or, or, or pour myself a glass of wine and then I'll feel better. And it's yeah. Like, no, it's, yeah what what happens when that glass of wine is empty like you're gonna feel the same way you felt before if not worse because you may have a hangover if you drank too many (laughs) yeah yeah and i like it's so fascinating to me too because you right away said to me like that you didn't want to work with me every week or every month you wanted to set me up with the right tools so that i could help myself was it you that I feel like it was either you or my therapist because she's the same way but one of you said that like it's kind of like a dentist checkup like you want to like make sure I know that I need to brush my teeth morning and night that I need to floss but that every six months I have to come in for a cleaning and a checkup and like that's kind of how our relationship eventually evolved was once I learned the tools from you I was able to then do things on my own. Like, I think right away you taught me the sway test, yeah. which I teach everybody because I think it's so genius. It's, it's a, the sway test is the way to, when all that monkey chatters in your brain and you're like, I don't know anything. I don't. The sway test is such a simple way to come back into your body. Mm-hmm. And the body will tell you, the body will not lie. Like yeah. your body will tell you if you like someone or not. Your body will tell you what food you want to eat. Your yeah. body will tell you when you're too tired. But we've been like trained as a society yeah. to ignore the cues of our body. And that's also why we're having this huge disconnect. Yeah. We're not listening to the body. We're not listening to the soul. We're running with the mind. And the mind will so often tell us that like, oh, I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, actually, maybe what you need to do is pause. Yeah. You need to listen. You can stop. You need to have a glass of water. Yeah. But it's like, it, yeah, the, the mind has been trained to feel like we are never enough. Yeah. And yeah. That, again, we always need that outside fulfillment. Yes. Yeah. Well, and just like it, it sort of tricks you into thinking that like you're, you could be sitting there on your couch and you're, you need to go and get something from something else in order to be happy. But if you just recenter yourself and check in with your body, oftentimes like you might just need a blanket or you might just <laughs> need a snuggle from your dog or I don't know, like there's, I feel like learning that and understanding that a bit more really helped me with like being able to sit in those hard days and those hard moments and, and realize, okay, what is it that I need today? I think it also is what made me realize that walking is therapy for me, like, because I would have so many bad days. I'd get my period. I'd be upset. I'd get a bad, like a negative pregnancy test. And I would want to go out and party and drink my face off or like go get validation and attention from being like pulling off a really cool styled shoot or really big wedding or go networking, you know, because I felt like I needed outside validation. When I started to do the sway test and check in with myself, my body was like, you just want to go in the woods. Like, and I would go in the forest and I would come home and suddenly I would be fine. I wouldn't need to crawl under the covers and, and feel my feelings as heavily because getting outside, sometimes I cried in the forest. I think one time we, we talked about getting, I needed to go outside and just sit in the rain and cry because the rain falling on my face would cover up the fact that I was crying. And that was the best, honestly, that was the most therapeutic thing I ever did in my life. But it's, it's funny too, because yeah, we think we need to either do these big giant things or we think we have to like bury it and not feel anything. Mm-hmm. But part of this going outside of ourselves is to avoid feeling our feelings. Yes. 
and or this like false sense of everything's fine. I'm going to spin it into yeah. really positive. I've learned a life lesson. We are always learning life lessons. I am that yeah. person who will always have a life lesson. Yes, but me too. Hey, yeah. like I'm the queen of silver linings. <laughs> right? but, but there's also this place where we, we have to sit yeah. in the discomfort. Yeah. Because if we are avoiding it or distracting ourselves with other things, it's like, yeah, going out in the woods, standing out in the rain, moving yeah. your body. Like those are the things like it's, we, we don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. We, we don't want to sit yeah. in that. And I think that there's so much power actually mm-hmm. sitting in the discomfort and being like, I don't have the answers. Mm-hmm. I don't have the solutions, but my body will show me. My soul will show me. Yes. Or I'll just sit here. Mm-hmm. I will sit here until I make peace with everything that fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I swear? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, sw- I swear. It's okay. I'm like, it just pops out when it pops out. <laughs> Yeah, and not try to be fixed or find an answer. I'm I'm literally just going to sit in this discomfort. Yeah, and it's not sitting in the discomfort and throwing yourself a pity party because that's completely different. Yes, but I'm going to sit in this discomfort and really yeah allow myself to be like, you know what, this is awful. Yeah, this is this sucks. There's no silver lining right now. Yeah, there's nothing in this, and that can actually be so empowering. Yeah, and being like, I have hit rock bottom, Mm -hmm. or I feel empty, or I feel completely destroyed and wrecked. Yeah. And not being like slapping a smile on your face and being like, it's okay, we'll try again, yeah. everything will be fine. No, it fucking sucks. And I hate life and I hate everyone in it. Yeah. And I hate every single happy person <laughs> that I see on the street. Like yeah. letting yourself hate. Because yeah. the thing is, we've also been taught that hate and anger yeah. and all these feelings are so negative. Yeah. And it's like they have a place, otherwise they wouldn't exist. Yeah. We really have been taught that emo- like there are so many the strong emotions yeah. like that like that have that negative energy a little yeah. bit. We've we have been taught. I don't I don't know how far back it goes. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if our parents were taught that, if our parents' parents were taught that, or if it's a new thing. But um, all I remember is just like don't cry in public, don't let anyone see you sad. It'll show weakness. Mm-hmm. Like don't be angry. If you're angry, just don't say anything. Like you know that whole like if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, but like I understand that from like a mean bullying perspective but what about in a situation where someone is like it where you genuinely want to say something not so nice to someone who's being not so nice like i just feel like we have this need to hide the negative feelings and only show the happy feelings and that makes me think of that movie pleasantville what okay I think it's with Nicole Kidman, but I can't remember. And she's just like, oh, no, the Stepford Wives, the Stepford Wives. And they're just, like, so fake and proper and, like, happy all the time. And that's not real life. And it's it's creepy. Yes. Like, it's actually really – when when people have no feelings or they're not willing to – that's actually very creepy. (laughs) Very creepy. Yeah. Well, isn't that a personality trait of, like, a psychopath? Like, a a literal serial killer? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, no, we've labeled these – emotions as like negative or positive or yes. we've like villainized the heavier emotion mm-hmm. and i i can talk about emotions all day long like it's one of my like things of like let's dive into emotions yeah. and talk about them and like dissect them and pull them apart and look at them from all sides but it's like villainizing our emotions has not done us anything yeah. Yeah. it has it just it hurts us because mm-hmm. anger can can like anger can yes we always look at anger like oh my god don't get angry don't get mad mm-hmm. but usually anger shows up when a boundary's been trespassed we need that anger to say this isn't okay yeah i something needs to change yeah right yeah or you can learn a lot from your emotions can, right that's what you tell me yeah it's like and and using those emotions mm-hmm. to like 
to, to create change. Yeah. It essentially is to create yeah. change and to find something new or to realize that that's a yes and a no response as well. It's like, yes, I want this. No, I don't want mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And we're meant to have these ebbs and flows of emotions because if we're just sitting at happy, you get bored real fast. Yeah. Okay. Nobody likes being bored. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah. I can go on. I know. I I love it. Fascinating. Well, I'm, and I'm curious to know, like, do you find that people come to you in the, in the bad, hard moments because they need an answer? Hey, I was about to say, fuck it. But like, yeah, like that, I know I've done that to you. Like there are times when I'm happy living life, everything's good. And I'm like, I don't need Laura right now. I'm okay. And then something bad happens and I'm like, I need you. Yeah. The emergency state. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will. So when I started my business, I was very much in this place of like, I am not a psychic. I'm not going to give you the answers. I am not mm-hmm. going to like, I was so like adamant. About when it. I first met you, you wouldn't <laughs> even, you blocked out messages. Yeah. You were like, I don't like, if someone tries to connect with me, I will not tell you what the message is. Cause that's not what I do. And I think I was like the first person where, that you said, yeah okay, I'm going to tell you something that's coming through you right be, now. You became like a little bit of like a, a comfort zone to yeah. be able to like flex these. I, I've always been psychic. I've always been a medium. Like I saw ghosts as a child, but again, I shut it down. Yeah. Like I shut it down and I labeled it as wrong mm-hmm. or bad or mm-hmm. scary because it wasn't something that was like socially acceptable yeah. or people would look at you and be like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. The six-year-old's connecting with my grandma. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't see her. She's standing right yeah. there. Like she's telling me stuff. Yeah. But it's it was, like I see dead people, like the exactly. sense, it was right? Really, yeah. Well, and yeah, and like I saw that as a kid, yeah. right? And and also when you're trying to have like when you're just sitting with someone and then suddenly you're like getting messages and it's not as like physical as they show in the movie. Yes. It's much more of this like in between yes. state. But yeah, so it's like I didn't want to deal with that. And that was like a big boundary for me. It was like, no, like you're coming to me, you're getting a Reiki, we're going through like an emotional thing, we're working yeah. with forgiveness, whatever it is. I'm like, these these are very like they have scientific studies behind them. I have all this like research that I can back up. Me yes. being like, oh, I'm getting this message. I'm like, <laughs> there's no research to back that up. And yeah. I, I had this thing and I still deal with it sometimes. I never wanted to be wrong. Yes. I never wanted to like or or to hurt someone or deliver a message that mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I did not want the responsibility of being someone's be all end all yeah because i was like i can't handle that yeah. i can't have people calling me in the middle of the night i'm trying to make a decision i never want to be that type of mm-hmm. healer psychic medium whatever you want to call it spiritual guidance mentor i never want to be that like mm-hmm. i'm suddenly your everything mm-hmm. so it's like yeah you were sort of this comfort zone for me to be able to flex that muscle yeah. of like okay these are the messages that are coming through you open to them and every single time too you'd be like oh my god i just got the same vision yeah i remember there was like once i saw like all these zoo animals show up during yeah. the reiki and you were like i just saw, i just saw the same thing and i'm like okay yeah that's really cool yeah um that was a weird, like yeah. I wasn't even seeing them. Like my eyes were closed and I was like <laughs> thinking in my head, I feel the giraffe beside me. I feel the monkey in the corner. Like yeah. I know these animals are in here, but what a weird thing to say to someone I just met, like one of our first sessions. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is so weird, but there's a lot of zoo animals here right now. And that was probably one of the reasons why then I was like, oh, this girl's like legit. Yeah. Not that I didn't think you were, but it just made me realize our connection too. Because mm-hmm. I think that when people are being pulled in yeah. to the what you do, mm-hmm. um, like I said earlier, I you can get lost. It's become very trendy, right? Like, I feel like there's a lot of people right now who think 
it's in my head it's like when I was younger and everyone was like I don't know what to do so I'm just gonna be a teacher yeah. and now I feel like everyone's just like I'm unhappy so I'm just gonna become a Reiki master yeah, or like I read one spiritual help book yeah or like self-help yeah. book and suddenly like I yeah I, I bought crystals sage and tarot cards once so now I'm gonna do readings for everyone in my life like that kind of thing right yeah. and so it's become trendy and popular and I find that you can get lost in knowing who's legit and who's not or or if the person that you're talking to like is giving you correct information and also like what you said like you're afraid of being wrong and like sometimes you're wrong yeah. or like what we talked about earlier okay i now i'm going on a tangent because i was going to say something else and now i'm going to say Go this thing it. but like the fact that i remember once and i know this to be true that you could tell me something mm -hmm. and it might be something that like I'll never forget you telling me like time isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> time isn't a time thing. Time is an illusion. Yeah, we've made it up. And so when you say I'm seeing this happening or this is in your future card, like if yeah. you pull a future card, even a present card, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean today, like the present in the timeline could be in 20 years from yeah. now. Like it's not, it's an unknown thing and, and that we sometimes get lost and confused by that big time. <laughs> and so you said to me before too that, you know, I might say something right now for you, but you may choose to have, like I said earlier, a soup over a salad for lunch. And suddenly you're on a different path than you were this morning when I did your reading. And because it's like we, every day, I think we wake up and th there's not just a fork in the road that morning. There's like, we're standing in the middle of the octopus. There's there, all the there's, tentacles, there's infinite the lanes. Yeah. Infinite parallel yeah. timelines. And it's like, the thing that I always say is nothing is set in stone mm -hmm. and you always have free will and choice. Mm -hmm. So if we're doing like a psychic reading or something like that, like if someone comes to me and they're like, okay, what is it? I always say I, for, for what I have noticed and I have gone further than this, like, like 20 years in the future and stuff like that. But yeah. for the most part, usually it's between a year to five years. Mm -hmm. That's where I've seen the wiggle room yeah. of things really, really happening. It's like a year to five years yeah. because you make choices every single day. And I always use the analogy of like, okay, I might see you winning the lottery, yeah. but if you don't go buy that ticket until like five years down the line, if you're swearing at me every, like for the next yeah. five years being like, why didn't I win the lottery? I'm like, did yeah. you buy the ticket? Yeah. Did you go do the things? Did you yeah. take the aligned action? Mm -hmm. And if you're like, well, no, I just sat on my couch watching Netflix. It's yeah. Like, yeah, the lottery yeah. ticket's not going to drop out of the yeah. sky, sorry, but. <laughs> well, and also it's not going to necessarily be the first lottery ticket you go and buy. And I think people can get lost in that too, right? Yeah. And I also, what I love about you is you don't tend, I mean, you don't do it with me, so I assume yeah. you don't do it with other people. You don't tend to give exacts. Like, because one, I don't even think you get that information. It's really. The thing that I find the most, if we're talking like exacts, mm -hmm. it's, I can figure out exactly what I need to do. Yeah. Right. Like if I narrow down my options and I'm like, okay, these are, these are the plans that I'm potentially setting in motion, mm -hmm. which one's most beneficial for me. I can get pretty exact with what is going to like, if I'm sort of like, okay, what offer do I need to offer my clients? This mm -hmm. month? I can get pretty exact with that, but that's because that's in my power. That's in my control. Yeah. So I can teach you to do that for you, but it's like you, I always call it like following your soul or soul alignment. It's yep. like when you start listening to those intuitive nudges yourself, when mm -hmm. you start listening to to the to the little nudges from the universe, listening to that little like that gut feeling, because it's like 
especially if you're dealing with something with someone else. This mm-hmm. is the one thing I always try and stress, especially I don't like to do relationship readings. Yeah. Sometimes they come through. Usually they don't. I yep. get a lot of people with like spiritual life purpose, mm-hmm. money. Those types of things seem to be where people come through. They're like either they want to connect with their money or they want to connect with their soul. Okay. Um, but sometimes people will come through and they're like, I want like any relationship advice. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, or like fertility advice. I hate doing fertility advice because yeah. I'm like, there, I, there are so many factors in yeah. this. But the minute you add someone else mm-hmm. to a question, you're not just looking at your timeline and your actions and what you're doing. You're looking at what they're doing. Yeah. And they have free choice and will too. So yeah. you might decide, hey, yes, I, I, I want this. But if they're not choosing that too, yeah. guess what? You're moving, like you're moving two steps ahead, they're moving two steps back. It's suddenly like all these things are juggling and tossing yeah. in the air. So it's like, yeah, in those things of like getting exact, it's like how many people do we need to get on the exact same page mm-hmm. for this mission to move forward, for this vision to come to life? Yeah. And that's where the thing, that's where the exact gets messy. So it's like, it, yeah, like some people will be like, oh my God, like, does this person love me? I'm like, yeah, this person loves you, but does that mean they're mm-hmm. going to act on it? Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Right? Like they're going through their own stuff. Like they can have the best intentions. Yeah. Does not mean that they're going to take the action to make the vision happen. Yeah. And it's like, you, you asked about these, do people come to me in emergencies? And it's like, yeah, they tend to. And it's, it's sort of this thing of like people, when we hit our like emergencies, we want that, like, okay, what's the, what's the one thing that's going to fix all of this? And it's never that easy. Yeah. It's the daily maintenance. It's the, it's the spiritually, yeah. it's the spiritual hygiene. It's the brushing your teeth every day. Yeah. It's the doing the little tiny thing. Yeah. Taking those little tiny actions every day. Maybe that action is jumping on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I was like, oh, I want more clients. How am I going to get this? Maybe it's someone listening to this podcast and like, oh, I need to talk to her. But I could have said, no, you know, I'm not going to do the podcast. Yeah. And that would have, again, that different, yeah. that different stream, that different parallel life, that different option. Yeah. And I think we get very fixated as a society of like, oh, I made the right choice or the wrong choice. Yes. It's like, no, you just made a choice. Yeah. And you can always choose again. Yeah. I think we have this like very like, this is final. Yeah. This is, this is it and nothing's going to change. Yeah. And I am always like, no, we are, yeah. we are changing every single second, yeah. like every single second of our life. We can make a new decision. Well, I always picture it as like birds. I, I mean, I, you know, I love birds. Love so birds. I yeah. always picture things. Right <laughs> yeah. I always picture things from a bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And just that, like, yeah, you may have chosen something different that day than maybe you would have thought that they would have mm-hmm. chosen. But ultimately I think most paths still take you to the same destination. You just might see a bunch of different things along the way. And maybe it does take you to a completely different destination and that's fine. But Mm -hmm. like, I don't think that each path, I don't think you have infinite number of destinations. I think that you have infinite number of paths to take, but sometimes you ultimately get to the same place. The journey might be different, but the destination is essentially the same. I sometimes think about for me, like, and again, this comes from my own like internal healing and yeah. the work I've done on myself. But I sometimes picture my life in, t- in like when I close my eyes and think end goal, I usually end up seeing like swinging on a front porch mm-hmm. with the sun setting, f- looking out at a beautiful field, like a wheat field, like with Travis and my dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I don't, I don't necessarily see kids but I also don't not see kids like and if I'm old they're probably grown up like so it does it wouldn't even be but 
I always think about that and I think, okay, that might be the end goal. That might be like what happens at the very end, but there's probably a path that takes me there with children and a path that takes me there without children. I think the end goal is still the same. I'm going to end my life happy, but like, I just might experience something different along the way. And as much as that sucks sometimes, because I think in my head, so I feel in myself so deeply that it has to be this one way this entire journey that I've been on has opened me up to being accepting of other possible journeys because like I'm intuitive in tune, intuitive. Uh, I'm you're in tune and you're intuitive. (laughs) But I'm also connected enough to my soul now. I like, I wouldn't say I would have been like when I first started, but now that I've explored this with you and Mm -hmm. explored it on my own, I am able to understand that, Travis, for me, it's, it's Travis, like it's my life with Trav. And so if that means we don't get to have children, Mm -hmm. that's, I still have this life with Trav versus if we're grateful enough to have kids, then that's just another blessing. It's like the cherry on top of our life, but, um, not being able to have a kid, even though I will mourn and grieve and, and feel heavily about Mm -hmm. that because it's something I've been so attached to. I know from like a higher purpose soul level that like my soul is still happy as long as I'm with Trav. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? So that is sort of what I've connected with internally. Like my purpose in life or my goal or my destination isn't that I need to have a baby. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think that came from you actually. I think you told me that the needing energy Mm -hmm and the wanting energy like are very strong and not necessarily they don't necessarily attract good things yeah so with so if we're talking about like energy mm-hmm. the frequency of energies mm-hmm. um there is a vibrational scale of energy by um david r hawkins and he so in it there's all these there's every single emotion right yeah. and there it was realized that yeah the, the waiting and the wanting that energy of like oh my god i want this i want this i mm-hmm. want this or i'm waiting for this i'm waiting for this i'm waiting for this it resonates at such a low frequency that it's it's pretty much right above death right mm-hmm. it's right above like i'm gone i'm yeah. in the ground um and it, it it keeps you stuck it keeps you in this energy of of waiting it mm-hmm. literally just perpetuates sort of this like what do they call it um um oh i can't remember it's not for two per, uh, purgatory okay. it sort of like keeps in this energy of like of purgatory this yeah. energy of just like you're just waiting you're just in this mm-hmm. nothing's happening yes and you feel that which is why we get antsy and why we get like oh my god like i just want it i want it i want it yeah but if you can shift out of the waiting you can shift out of the wanting into mm-hmm. gratitude or enjoyment for mm-hmm. where you're at or even shift up into the anger or the sadness or the yeah. shame or the doubt or whatever. Like, it sounds funny. Oh, you're going from waiting and wanting to doubt. How is that better? Yeah. But at least you're moving up that scale of vibration. Yeah. You're moving into those energies that can, can create change. In waiting and wanting, yeah. you're just sitting in yeah. waiting and wanting. And you're just, it, it really does feel like you've been there forever. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. sort of this, like, eternal loop of just, like, oh yeah, I want this. I want this. And it's like, you never get it. Yeah. So and, and that is like right there that is literally the definition of infertility is a waiting wanting loop of purgatory hell like you are just sitting there on repeat every month the world is spinning very fast around you people are growing up moving on things are happening trees are 
like changing colors, but you are just stuck and everything's blurry around yeah. you. And like, it's such an interesting thing. And I think once you taught me that, mm-hmm. I was then able to see how it was affecting the way I was living yeah. and move up. Yeah. Is Does that scale exist for people to see? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I can also give you a link if like you can include okay. it and they can literally download cool. it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Remind me. Yeah. Okay. Too, oh, yeah, fun. It's fantastic. They, there is another scale, but like, so my mom actually had um, like a rainbow made, which mm-hmm. is just visually easier to absorb. Yep. So I will send you a link. You can download the rainbow of vibrations and you cool. can go up it, you can go down it. Uh, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's not so much of being like, oh my God, I'm in waiting. I'm a horrible yes. person. Yeah. Cause we can do that too. We can, we can pile on the shame yeah. and shame is literally like one above it. Like yeah. shame's not, like, yeah. shame, shame does, shame is like spiral <laughs> down, but it is the shame spiral, right? Yeah. But it's like, we, if you move out of the feeling of like, oh, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be in this. I should like all the shoulds and just move into this. Okay. Can I feel a different emotion? Mm-hmm. Can I get. And mm-hmm. I think too, part of the waiting and the wanting keeps you out of mm-hmm. actually feeling the emotions that you want to feel. Yeah. Because in your fertility journey, you probably want to throw dishes at the wall mm-hmm. and get really mad and yeah. punch a pillow <laughs> or go scream at the freaking moon or yeah. God or the universe or whoever you believe in yeah. and be like, where is my fucking baby? You yeah. fucking fucker. <laughs> like you just yeah. I'm pretty sure I've said that. Yeah. So it's like, it's like that actually pulls you out of that waiting and the wanting yeah. into the feeling that you're actually ignoring. Yeah. Because if we're waiting for something, we're Mm -hmm. not feeling what we need to feel. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, don't make anger something horrible. Mm -hmm. Don't make, I recently went through this with myself, but I had to really look at every single place in my life that I was feeling shame. Yeah. And I was hiding Mm -hmm. because I didn't want anybody else to know that I was feeling this shame. And then I was ashamed about the shame. And it just piled on, piled on, piled on. And I've done it with anger. I would always skip over anger and go straight to sadness. And sadness is not better than anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, they all send you down into this puddle of despair. And it's yeah. like this thing that, it, again, tries to tear you down, tries to make you feel like nothing else is yeah. possible or take you out of that gratitude. And this is why I feel like in, in, the, in, the, in like the modern day spirituality, everybody wants you to make a gratitude list. And it's sort of like, I feel like sometimes people are like, okay, great. I'm grateful for these things. I'm happy for these things. Mm-hmm. But it's like gratitude can actually pull you off that list. That's why it's sort of one of those like, Yes. foundational basics is like okay get into a state of gratitude but the other thing too is like if you're down at the bottom of the list jumping all the way yeah. up to gratitude it's hard yeah so you move up you move up to maybe you're maybe yeah. you've moved up to, to mad mm-hmm. or anger and then you've moved up to like discouraged yeah then you move into courage and then you move into you're in sort of like a neutral place you're kind of like okay like i can handle yeah. this i can do this and then you move up and you move up the scale and you can move into these different emotions of happiness and joy yeah. and bliss and but it's like it's i feel like everybody wants fast oh yeah that, and they want yeah. those quick things mm-hmm. And, the and they don't want to do the work necessarily like i didn't you just want <laughs> i want to hire you laura and i want you to fix me. yeah fix me yeah Tell me what to do to make me instantly happy again. Yeah. And And if you tell someone to do the work, they're like, no. Yeah. No, I want you to wave a magic wand. Yeah. And I want all my problems to be gone. But I find with the trend of of this this spiritual universe manifesting um, world that we're in right Mm now, it you can get sucked into that like well, the easiest way to fix you is just wake up every morning and write a gratitude list. And it's yeah. like, no, that is not, that didn't, that doesn't help. That didn't help me either. No, like, and, it, and it can be very bypassing, yeah. which we talk about. Like yeah. people have like, we say, like they, they coined mm-hmm. the term like spiritual bypassing. Yeah. And I love that because yeah, it's this, or this false, everything's positive. Yes. Just, just only focus on the good and everything will be yeah. good. 
I've done that. Yeah. I have only, it did not make it, again, yeah. you have to feel the discomfort. You have oh, yeah. to feel the, the hurt and the pain. And yeah. if you ignore it, it's just going to get bigger. Yeah. It's like a screaming child in the corner. You're just like, okay, I don't hear the child. Yeah. The child is just going to scream and they're going to scream and they're going to scream. <laughs> yeah. And maybe they're going to poop their diaper and then you smell the diaper and then yeah. they're going to color on the walls. And suddenly yeah. it's something that was quite small and maybe felt like the yeah. giant thing, but it was more manageable. It has now turned into this giant house fire and you're like, why is my whole world burning down? Yeah. Like what's happening? But I think it can also be people are looking for these answers and they're like, oh, I'm going to pull a card. Yeah. And I'm going to, that's going to, the card's going to have the, the answer. Cards, the card is going to yeah. fix everything. And then they get frustrated. I have seen that happen because then it's someone who usually maybe even doesn't believe in it, but they're like, well, this is what someone told me to do. So I'm going to pull this card. And then they don't connect with the card. And then they are like, well, this is stupid. I give up. Yeah. There have been so many moments where I've pulled a card and I maybe didn't connect with it right away, but I've been open to like the idea that maybe I'm not supposed to connect with it today. Mm-hmm. Maybe in four days, a week, a month, I'll be like, oh my God, that card makes so much sense now. Right. And, and maybe it won't. And maybe it won't. <laughs> and that goes back to your, like, yeah. sometimes I'm wrong and like, it's fine. And, but I also think that there are, there are days when I pull a card and I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it. And I am like, I'm just going to pull I this card because. over a hundred card decks and some days I pull yeah. cards and I'm like, why do I own these? Yeah. Like, but they are a tool. Yeah. They are a tool. And I think people either. They want it to solve something or they put too much into it. And like, let's yeah. say you're having a really great day yeah. and then you go pull a card and you get like the death card yeah. or you get like rainy weather and you're yeah. like, oh my God, my whole day's ruined yeah. or something horrible is coming. That's, that's the, that's the one thing that I'm like, no, yeah. just because you're pulling a, like a, a negative card. And yeah. it's, it's like, I personally don't believe that there are any negative cards. Yeah. I, I believe that it's up to, everything's open to interpretation and it's also, yeah. if, especially if you're pulling more than one, yes. it's how they interact with each yeah. other. It's, and, and maybe it is just saying like, Hey, watch out yeah. for where you're ignoring your pain yeah. because we ignore our pain, but people put so much mm-hmm. emphasis on the card. They want that message. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, if they don't connect with it, then they're like, Oh, okay. I have to go find a different solution. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. And it's like, no, it, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. You are the magic. Or if you don't like the answer, but deep down you secretly know it was the message you right. needed. Yeah. That's where you, <laughs> that's where you can get lost and go and be like, oh, you know what? Well, then I'm going to book an, an appointment with another person next mm-hmm. week and another person the week after to see if I can get a different card or a different message. Yeah. One that I like better, you yeah. know? Yeah. And my big thing is if you don't like the card message, change your behavior. Yeah. Change what you're doing. Yeah. And, or Okay, I always say take what resonates, leave what doesn't. If mm-hmm. you don't like something, okay, that's not my future. Yeah. Because it's, 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 again, it's, they also don't have to be so literal. That's like it. it's sometimes I read the cards and I'm like, hmm, I don't think that that connects with me. However, I'm looking at the picture yeah. on the card and something comes to my head and I think, oh, that's what I'm supposed to get from yeah. this. That's what I always say too, is especially if you're working with cards or something like that, don't just dive straight into the guidebook. Yeah. Guidebooks are amazing. I love them. But I was an intuitive reader first. And I think that that is the biggest blessing that I've ever had was I didn't like, I, most of the time I would ignore the guidebook until like way later in my journey. And I started treating it like a study. It was fun. I wasn't doing it. Like I was the cards and the pictures. Mm -hmm. We all have different ways of receiving, right? Like we talk about like there's clear audience, there's clear sentient, like all of those, there's so many different types of clairs. And that's like, so you can see things, you can hear things, you can know things, you can feel things. Sometimes people feel things in their body. Some people have smell. Okay. Like some people be like, I smell this really weird smell Mm -hmm. and that's their sign. Right. Or they get taste or there's all these different ways of receiving information. 
And I think we get very caught up in, well, what did someone else say? Yeah. Because we're not taught to trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're actually taught the complete opposite. We're mm -hmm. taught to put our faith in higher powers, whether that be God yeah. or whether that just be your parents. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, your parents know everything. My parents do not know everything. <laughs> your parents, like nobody. Yeah. Uh, now uh, being an adult and I'm like, okay, I need an adultier adult. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> an adultier adult. Yeah. Like yeah. you get to this point and you realize, oh, your parents yeah. don't actually know anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but again, we've been taught to like, go find a teacher, go find a whatever. Yeah. And if you, if you had really shitty teachers growing up, mm -hmm. or maybe your parents didn't know how to handle anything and you yeah. had really bad examples of how to cope, that's what has been, that is what, that's been what's near to you. That's yeah. what is presented to you. So you're essentially learning or relearning how to care for yourself or your needs. Yeah. And if your needs were never met or never met in healthy ways, mm -hmm. and now you're going out and you're seeking spiritual tools, spiritual tools are so powerful and they're so amazing, but they're just tools. tools. There is no power mm -hmm. except for the power that you give them. And I think that so many yeah. people don't want to admit the power that they have. Yeah. They want the power to be outside of themselves yeah. because that also lets them off the hook mm -hmm. if it doesn't go the way that they want it to A go. A thousand percent. Yeah. That's so true. It's like I'm looking outside of myself to find this joy, comfort, and happiness. And also, like, if I can't get joy, happiness, love from something outside, then it's the outside world's fault, it, not yeah, my fault. It's not my fault. It's yeah. Not, and again, it goes back to the thing we don't want to be right. Or, yeah. or we want to be right, we don't want to be wrong. Yeah. And it's like if we put everything outside of ourselves, yeah. then it was not me, it's them. Yeah. It's the world. It's it, or or this, this is my favorite thing, but when people are like, oh my God, it's the, it's the government, it's the school system, it's the, it's God, it's source, it's my parents, it's my boyfriend, it's my mm -hmm. cousin, it's my, my friends, it's, it's all of them. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I love it. Cool. Where are you, where are you in that? Oh yeah. no, I'm perfect. I just live in my little like perfect bubble. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. But again, we, we don't want to look at that because yeah, it hurts to look at what hurts mm -hmm. right we we have this this self um the self-protection of if i only focus on the good mm -hmm. then i will only find the good and i'll be safe yeah. and it's like no yeah if you ignore the fire in the corner yeah you're going to you're not you may you may put your headphones in turn on your whatever and be yeah. reading your magazine under the bed covers ignoring the fire but the fire is still happening yeah and it's like, again, then we go to these tools and we want the tools to supply the solution. We are the solution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are the solution. I was, um, when Taylor Swift's new album came out, because I, I love, love it. Taylor. So do I. She had um, Antihero and she had like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's sort of the thing of looking at like, okay, where am I the problem? But yeah. it was so funny because I got to this point where I was singing it over and over my head. I had to change the lyrics to I'm the solution. <laughs> I was like, I'm the solution. Yeah. Because I needed, because that was that switch of like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's recognize that you are the problem, yeah. but also recognize that you are the solution. Yeah. Because we, we are the solution and yeah. we are so immensely powerful and yeah. it's like this thing of we were talking about people just suddenly like sort of jumping on like the bandwagon of oh mm -hmm. i'm gonna go buy crystals or i'm gonna go buy um like incense yeah or, i'm gonna go buy a tarot deck and suddenly yeah. i'm i'm a witch or i'm a healer <laughs> i'm whatever and it's sort of like there there's almost this thing of where oh, okay i feel like an asshole saying this but there's <laughs> this there's this dilution happening yes where um the teachings are being lost mm -hmm. and we've seen it happen with indigenous cultures mm -hmm. where like everybody's saving their house now and yep. it's like but the actual 
knowledge and wisdom and mm -hmm. teaching behind that is gone. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're waving this sage stick in the air and going, why doesn't my house feel better? Yeah. And it's like, because it's not just waving smoke around. Yeah. Like that, that, <laughs> that is not it. Yeah. Right. It's like, it, it, yeah, it's like the, the, the knowledge and the wisdom isn't there anymore. Yeah. And I do believe that we need to keep the we need to learn the knowledge we need yeah. to have respect for the cultures that we are learning this from yeah we need to, uh, i am a nerd when it comes to research i will i will research everything to death because yeah. i i that's who i am I, I i'm always in courses i'm always in classes because it's not to get a certification and say hey i'm a reiki master or, hey i've mm -hmm. learned kundalini yoga or whatever right like it's not to be like i'm slapping a certificate on the wall it's I, I want to know the history. Yeah. I want to know where it came from. I want to know why it came about. Yeah. I want to know how it happened. I want to, I want to know, I, this is so funny, but I was learning ancient Aramaic <laughs> months ago because I was like, I, I, I was fascinated suddenly with like religions because yes. the more, you know, the more you realize that we may say like, okay, there's, there's, like you can break it all up and be like, oh, there's all these different religions. But when you pull them down, yeah. they are the same. Yeah they are the same and they've we can actually see where throughout history they've been twisted and converted and turned into these things that are ugly mm -hmm. and turned into these things that are harmful mm -hmm. but it's like if you go back to like the old testament so you go back to like ancient knowledge and you go really far back you can start being like oh okay mm -hmm. this is where things started becoming harmful instead of helpful yeah but I feel like most people are like, oh, I'm just going to grab a tarot deck. And, oh, the death card, you're dying. Yeah. So sorry. It's yeah. a terminal illness. You're dead. And it's like, no, the death card is rebirth. Yeah. And you can have the amount of times I have pulled the death card. I'm like, yeah, because I'm constantly going through many rebirths. Yeah. I'm constantly being reawakened. I'm yeah. constantly having these moments of everything is awful. And then, oh, my gosh, okay, here's the next, the next yeah. phase, the next era, the next cycle. And it's like, again, but I feel like there's sometimes like people will just, they, they, I think we need the beginners. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we don't. I yeah. think we need the people who suddenly have this oh, an awakening or epiphany and they're like, I'm a healer. Yeah. We need more healers on this planet. The thing that I find hurtful or harmful is when they're, they're sort of preaching this message of the be all end all. Yeah. And it's like, again, we pull back to you are in, like you are empowered. Mm -hmm. I want to empower you to be your own leader, to yeah. be your own, um, to follow your soul, not my soul. Mm -hmm. You are, I don't want a million puppets. Mm -hmm. I want you to be empowered in you yeah. versus me telling you what to do. Um, when I do year ahead readings, I will give you like, Hey, here's a snapshot of everything that's happening. Here are some of the problems that you may be coming yeah. across. And here are some things that you can assist with that. Yeah. But again, you have to go do those things. Yeah. And it's this, this idea that we always have to be positive or we always have to be happy or, we always have to be going to someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's where it suddenly gets into this. Again, it's where are we helping and where are we harming? And yeah. if we're taking away someone's power and we're relying on someone outside of ourselves, I go to teachers. I go for sessions because there's yeah. also this really cool sweet spot that you hit when you've been in like your healing journey where suddenly the next phase yeah. is to go get help. Yeah. Okay. Like there is this really cool spot where it's like, Oh, I could do this by yeah. myself. I don't need to do yeah. this by myself. I can go ask for help. I can go for yeah. Reiki. I can go yeah. learn. So I don't have to be alone because there is this, it's this really interesting thing. And I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to say it, but it's like, we, we need to have our independence. Mm -hmm. And then we also get to a point where we need our community. Yeah. We need to have other 
women, men, children, whatever, people, humans, that we can go talk to and say, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm going through this. Are you going through this? I'm doing this. What are you doing? And this is where the community and the interdependence comes in. And it's like, but again, they're, it's never about, oh, so-and-so healed me. And I've always yeah. said that. I've yeah. hated the label of healer. Yeah. Even though I've seen people go through huge healing. Yes. I'm like, you healed yourself. I was yes. just the conduit. Well, and that's like how, in terms of like wrapping it all back into the message of the podcast too, is that like, I believe after everything I've gone through and all the learning and knowing I have like come to understand is that yeah, I don't want to be here alone all day. Like that's like, that doesn't make me happy. Like, but I don't need that outside source to give me love, acceptance, validation, happiness, joy, you know, all the things that I'm searching for. I give that to myself. There's two, there are ways for me to know how Mm -hmm. to give that to myself. And sometimes I can check in with my body and that day it's like, yeah, you want human connection today, but it's that I knew that that's what I needed and I went and got it. Mm -hmm. It's not that I just was wandering the streets, uh, like whoever is the first person to come talk to me will save me today. You know what I mean? Like, well, and it's also like when you come with your love and someone else comes with their love, then together you're building more love. Yeah. Right. But it's like, if you're just coming on and, and yeah. if you're allowed to come on empty, this is the other thing too. Yes. If you're allowed to be like, Hey, I'm run down. Do you want to go for coffee? Like I need to pick me up. That's yeah. totally fine. We're yeah. not, we're not saying that you can't and that you always have to be yeah. in like this full love because I don't think we can ever be in full love. Yeah. We are meant to ebb and flow, but it's like, I bring me, mm-hmm. you bring you and mm-hmm. together we create something. Yeah. And like you, you bring home something, Travis brings home something, yeah. but you're not always being like, okay, Travis, give me all the love yeah. because I, yeah. Have none of my own. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, again, you have your own genius. Yes. You have your own brilliance. You have your own spark. Yeah. And it's this, that's the magic. Yeah. It's yeah. realizing again, that you have the power, that you have the magic, that you yeah. are brilliant. Well, it also makes me think of like energy suckers yeah. and like how you don't want to be an energy sucker just mm-hmm. as much as you don't want to be near with an energy sucker. Yeah. You don't want to be like the, the generator yeah. and you also don't want to be the Totally. Sucker. And it's, but it's, it's in, you have to understand the, like, I think you have to be in tune enough with Mm -hmm. yourself to recognize when, when you're in a situation where your energy is being sucked by someone who will never give you energy back. Like if I have a friend and there's a day that I'm really struggling with fertility stuff, Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm able to go to that person and say, this is what I need energy from you today. This is what I need from you today. But to constantly be doing that and never giving it back in return, that's a toxic relationship. And so trusting your instincts and knowing that like, no, this is a safe friendship, a safe relationship, Mm -hmm. not just friendship, but like this is a safe space for me to enter into with zero energy Mm -hmm. and know that the energy they're going to be giving me is non-toxic. But then also that I am able to then give them some of my energy if they need it and not feel drained. Mm -hmm. And like, like I've just been in situations before with energy suckers where I come home and I am like, but also like angry for no reason and have all these things attached to me that you have then taught me (laughs) we'll do the sway test and figure out if those are my feelings or someone else's feelings. And more often than not, there's someone else's feelings. And I just say, can I let them go? My body says yes. And then I let them go. The 
one of the biggest things, and I'm like, if, if there's one tool that I teach and I will go down swinging to teach this tool because it's, it's is, is recognizing what energy is yours and what energy is not. Yeah. And the truth is, is your truth will feel light. Yeah. Anything that feels heavy and suffocating is not yours. Mm-hmm. You've picked up an entity, you've picked up an energy. And entities don't necessarily mean like ghosts demons or, or yeah, yeah, demons yeah. all the time. It can literally be anger. It can yeah. be emotions. It yeah. can be memories. It can literally just be like, I always look at it like cobwebs. Like yeah. if you just walk through a haunted house and you're like dusting off little spiders yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if anybody's a spider phobia, it's not a great visual. but Or even like, just like these, having the cobwebs stuck to cobwebs, you. Right? Not, yeah. Like cobwebs or sap or yeah. like sticky substances, tar, whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's literally like you, you went and you had a mud fight and now you're covered in mud. Yeah. And it's like having that recognizing oh this is yeah, not i need a shower yeah i need a shower it's <laughs> yeah. like energetic hygiene yeah let's go back to just me just me yeah. and it's like what is my truth and yeah it's like when you feel light it's that's your truth mm-hmm. and when you feel heavy that's not your truth and this is something that anyone can do you can yeah. just be like okay do i feel heavy or light right now if yeah. you feel like you're sinking into the floor or that you're suffocating or whatever you've got something going on that's not yours yeah and it can literally be the other thing too is like i feel like Everyone does this, but I'm going to focus on women because I'm a woman. Um, but it's like we take on the responsibility of everyone in our family. Yeah. We take on the responsibility of everyone around us mm-hmm. and we, we load up this overwhelm. My overwhelm hits you. It goes from you. It forms into this. Because mm-hmm. the other thing, too, is energy um, is attracted to itself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling frustrated, and you walk through someone like you walk through someone's energy who was just frustrated. Well, guess what? You just compounded that. Yeah. So this is where checking it is this energy even mine? You yeah. can clean off everything that's not yours and, and then still deal be with yeah. yours because we can't deal with other people's stuff. Those are their lessons yeah. to learn. Yeah. But if we can deal with ours, that's how we transmute it. That's yeah. how we transform it. That's how we clear it. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's that. one of my favorite things is like teaching people that like the energy that you're feeling might not be yours. Yeah. And that's not saying like, oh, I feel nothing. I'm fucking great. (laughs) But it's like, okay, again, I think too, we collect everybody else's energy Mm -hmm. so that we can avoid our own. Mm -hmm. Right? It's sort of like, oh, I'll do everybody else's errands. Yeah. So that I don't have to do that one thing that I'm dreading. Yes. I'll do everything else on the to-do list except for that one thing that actually needs to get done. Yeah. And that's the same way with our energy. We we will deal with, I'm going to deal with everybody else's problems so that Mm -hmm. I can be distracted from yeah. dealing with my hurt. Yeah. And it all comes back to if you look at your stuff. Yeah. We don't want to do it. We don't yeah. want to look at our stuff because our yeah. stuff hurts. Yeah. It's like I can solve everybody else's. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it, it comes down to working on ourselves mm-hmm. and not, it, it, again, it comes back to that thing that we were talking about at the beginning of not looking outside of ourselves. Yeah. Because we do it with solutions, we do it with problems, we do it with everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and when you have something, that you're going through, that you're avoiding mm-hmm. dealing with, that's when you can start to pick up other emotions in yourself that maybe aren't the right emotion to be feeling because you're trying to distract yourself from feeling the actual thing that you need to feel. And so learning how to feel those feelings and how to go within yourself mm-hmm. to understand what you need better to give yourself what you need so that you don't have to go find love and joy and answers and happiness from bigger sources outside of yourself is so key and crucial to like, I think proper healing and, yeah. and, and moving on mm-hmm. and letting go. Like that's well, a- or, and the other thing too, is it's like, it's that we were talking about before of like, 
when you can create your own love, you can bring that to a relationship yeah. instead of that relationship being everything. And yes. then if you lose that relationship, yeah. you're like, I have no love. Yeah. But it's like, if you come into that relationship with your own love and like yeah. a healthy relationship, when you leave that relationship, mm-hmm. hopefully that person's leaving with more love and you're leaving with more love. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, it was part of my story. It was part of the chapter. Yeah. Maybe it's not the chapter that ended in happily ever after, yeah. but it was something. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's yeah, we, we get so stuck on like if I get this or if I have this, yeah. or if I buy I'll this. I'll be I'll be happier I'll when be happy, I'll solve it. Yeah. It's like it's unfortunately that's not how it works. Because yeah. If that works, then the whole yeah. world would be happy because we spend money on random fucking shit. Yeah. And yeah. it's like it Well, I constantly get these messages, even before Travis, where like when I was single, it was always, I just want you to meet someone so you can be happy. Then I met someone, Mm -hmm. we got married and, and started struggling to have a baby. And all the messages I get, well, I just want you, we want you to have a baby so badly because we want you to be happy. And it's like, no, well, sorry, am I, am I putting that out into the universe that I'm unhappy because I'm, I'm very, I was happy single. I was Mm -hmm. very happy single. I'm very happy now. Like my Yes, I'm feeling big feelings and I wish that life was more fair and I could just snap my fingers and get what I want, but it doesn't make me any less happy, Mm -hmm. you know, and because I'm feeling sadness, anger, hurt, pain, like all frustration, jealousy, grief, because I'm feeling those feelings doesn't mean I'm not feeling happiness. Like what you said, like there's this like notion that those feelings are bad mm-hmm. and that you can't feel them. And if you're feeling them, then you're uh, like, you're not in a feelings good place. Feelings are not mutually exclusive. You can yeah. be happy and miserable in the same second. Yeah. Which yeah. is so confusing. And you're like, wait, what? I was, yeah. I was happy five seconds ago. Why yeah. am I sad? Or yeah. I was sad five seconds ago. And yeah. Happy. And you can be both. Like yeah. I, like my, my favorite analogy is when you love someone, but you also hate them. Yeah. Like you can love someone so deeply and also be like, I hate you. I can't stand you. You're horrible for me. Like yeah. I feel like every person yeah. has had that relationship where they're like, I, and it could be a parent, it could be a yeah. friend, it could be whoever. Yeah. But it's like, I love you, but I also know that you're not good for me or yeah. I hate you or I hate what you're doing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can feel more than one feeling at once. Yeah. So you can feel the grief and also have a really good day. You can feel the sun yeah. on your face. You can go for a walk in the forest and be like, yeah. oh my God, today was great. And then something sort of triggers you and you remember and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, but this sucks. But yeah, it's It's just understanding that when you feel an emotion, Mm -hmm. if you're like, when, if you need to cry, then you need to cry. Don't hold it in, like feel your emotions, you know, of course, like still be a good human being. (laughs) Like that's just like common (laughs) sense, but anyways. Okay. Well, we've been talking for a really long time and I love it. And I think that that's great. Like yeah. I, I'm so happy that you came. I think that this message was a big, important one. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think people learned a lot. Like I always learned so much from you. Um, and I think that like my big thing is that everyone needs to learn the sway test <laughs> and understand how to like intuitively check in with yourself and make sure Mm -hmm. that you know you're giving yourself what you need so if anyone needs to learn that i highly recommend you go check out laura her instagram is it's laura morrison i will make sure to post it though when i share this on instagram if i have one thing to say to your viewers it's remember that you are powerful yeah remember that the power comes from in you your negative emotions are not negative they're not bad they're just emotions yeah and if you need help Mm -hmm. get help but that help is not the be all end all. Yeah. You are the one who is healing. Yeah. They, they are facilitators. They are assistants. They are someone to help you along your journey. But the 
the healing comes from inside of you. The yeah. magic comes from inside of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And also just that like it, you can't control situations mm -hmm. that you can never control situations. I can't control that it might rain on someone's wedding day. You know, I can't control the fact that I'm, I've been unable to have a, a baby yet, but you can control what you, how you feel about it. We you, don't have control, but we do have choice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. We can't control, like we, we co-create yeah. with universe, God, source, yeah. The fairies. I don't know. What do you, like, what do you want to believe in? Like, yeah. for the red, big red dog. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But like you, we, we don't have control, but we do have choice. Yeah. You choose how you respond to every situation. Yeah. And that's where the power is too, is in our choice. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, thanks okay. for being here. <laughs> okay. This was so great. Thanks everyone for tuning in to in all the wrong places. And um, I can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.